the record start yet? Yeah. I don't know. It says Steve is recording the call. Oh boy, I guess it started. Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Alright, so let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. Uh, I don't think Andy's here, no, right? I don't no see him. Andy. Does anyone see him? Is he in one of these boxes? I don't no? see Andy. No, I don't no. see Andy. All right, and we have Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? I mean, um, hey now. I'm an idiot. Uh, hey now. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> this is episode 301. RCHO is something special. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Well, I guess I can go first. Um, oh, who's he pointing at? Pointing at Ian. Ah, well, as far as my week, uh, just been working. Uh, actually picked up a couple shifts with the agency, and so far I'm really liking it. You know, just bouncing from different facilities and whatever. Um, did quite a bit of uh, wrenching on Discord on Friday. Uh, ended up... Uh, Wrenching on the the black nitro, got um, got the engine installed, got the transmission installed, um, went through the entire nice. frame, reloctiting everything that you know threads into metal. Um, and of course, there was quite a few uh, of the usual suspects on there. Um, you know, Gucci was even on there for a little bit. Uh, I believe Steve Shaw was there for a little while. Um, oh boy, Devin Devin McClellan. Um, yeah, there's quite a few people had showed up for you know nice. a little bit. So um, yeah, I think I was up until probably about ten thirty on uh, Discord, and then of course uh, worked all weekend, and I had to do some uh, wrenching on the Jeep this week. <laughs> Uh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, fan clutch was starting to go bad. Um, I'm actually in, still in the midst of kind of chasing down what's squeaking, and I think I might have found it. But uh, started hearing a little bit of a noise coming from like the serpentine belt area, and one of the first things I checked uh, was like the trying to figure out where the noise is coming from, and it's coming from like the center, kind of by the fan. So it's like I went ahead and replaced the fan clutch today because there was like two or three millimeters worth of play back and forth on it. So it's like, okay, that's obviously getting ready to go. So, you know, pitch that, replaced it, started it back up. And it's like, okay, some of the sound, some of the noise is gone, but there's something else. So it's like, I'm going to go ahead and replace uh, the idler pulley tomorrow and see if that's the problem. And if it still persists, I think it might be the power steering pump. So it's like, ah, oh, great. Well, wait, wait. Before you start replacing everything, you should actually figure out what's wrong. Um, an idler and a power steering pump are two different things. And you can tell when one or the other is going. Power steering pump, turn your wheel. It, it's not making any sounds when I'm turning. Does it make any noise? Okay. No, that's why I'm thinking the idler pulley because I've if replaced there's any that leaks? before. Is there any leaks in the power steering system? Right? No, no. leaks, no red fluid anywhere, no power no, steering No, and anywhere. I'm not even seeing any shavings at all. So right? It's so, like, so it's probably not your power steering. Now, your idler pulley, it could be that. You can get... Go those to go out freight. commonly, though. It's yeah, like, that's why can. I'm... Because the bearings go bad on it. But you can you can go to, like, Harbor Freight and get, like, one of those... Um, 
it's kind of like a stethoscope, but like it has like a little point at the end. You can and it'll like help you pinpoint like noise in a car. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I can probably go ahead and pick up one of those then. But like, you I, should figure out there's like replacing everything. I'll just replace this, replace that until you're like, okay, I have a new engine and it still makes the squeaky noise. <laughs> no, I mean I'm going after the cheapest stuff first, which some of the noise went away, and you know when I replaced that fan. But it's like I've report, I've replaced. What about the, the belt? When was the last time you replaced the belt? Uh, when I first got it. That was yeah, but you know a belt squeal when you hear it. Usually. It's not even a squealing sound. It's it sounds like a bad yeah. parent. Yeah, so probably. And, yeah, and it's like today I I kicked it over uh, without the belt even being on it, and there was no noise. So it's like okay, it's not coming from in the engine. So it's obviously something on the serpentine. So it's like uh, the idler pulley. It's got a little bit of play in it. That's why it's like highly suspect, and you know it's probably one of the cheapest freaking things on the yeah, if there's their play in that bearing at all it's probably yeah bad. so it's like that's gonna be the next thing i change out and if it's still making the noise i i think power steering because i've already i've replaced the alternator w- when i first got it so it's like i know that can't be and mm-hmm. of course the water pump was smooth uh the alternator it's still smooth there might be a little play not enough for me to really worry about on the power steering pump but it's like if that idler pulley gets replaced and it's still making noise that's where my fingers going on next so okay cool um as far as that i that's really all i've done all week is that gonna be part of the insective <laughs> how to hmm. replace a clutch uh, on the fan no actually i got something else for that that kind of relates to what i did this week okay, uh cool as far as the black nitro so all right who's next yeah, he's well, I guess it's me. All right, then. Go or you. Mm, no, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, I did not go to the sim Friday night and simulate, and I got called out by Darren Weens uh, hmm. for not making it on Facebook, publicly on Facebook. How dare you, Darren? But, How yeah. dare you? <laughs> yeah, so wow. I, didn't, I didn't make it. Uh, I didn't sim. I didn't do much Friday night. I think we went out for uh, the uh, seafood in the bag, and after that, everything was a blur. So yeah, like a so, boil. Yeah, like seafood a... boil. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice, dude. It's awesome. They have like they oh, have. Um, food too, I usually get black mussel and um, the smoked sausage, oh. <laughs> and the smoked sausage. I never thought I would like, but. My God, if I was going to the chair tomorrow, like that would be one of the last things I would probably get. This is so damn good. It's so, so ridiculously good and probably so bad for me. But that's yeah. why I get up and run. So, yeah, uh, it bounces probably out. drink like a gallon of water just to make sure you don't get gout or anything. Like, just yeah, flush your system out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do much Saturday. I was uh, still doing some organization in the garage. I was going to build another shelving like unit after the one bench that i installed and i'm looking at it and i'm looking at the dimensions and i'm like it's two by four why would i build anything i'm like i'm just gonna go buy one of those put together rack unit things that are at home depot for like 100 bucks and so i did that and then i got some bins and i'm organizing stuff and it's coming out really good i'm really happy with it and i've seen some stuff on you know along the youtube watching you know that i do i come across some some guys that talk about the shop and stuff and how much it kind of personalizes it when you 
get it like you're doing with shed, Steve, you know, like you're building your own shed and you're getting it all personal, personal. And it's like part of the whole like journey, you know, to make yeah, it yours. Customizing it to, to what you yeah. need. Right. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. So, yeah, so I worked on that a lot and then, and it was really, it was pretty shitty out uh, Saturday. It rained most of the day Saturday down here in high winds, like 30 miles an hour. And Sunday wasn't looking much better, but Sunday kind of cleared up around, I don't know, around 1130. And I, I sent Steve a message and I was like, hey, I'm going to go over to the field and get a couple flights in, you know. Uh, the winds were like roughly 15 to 20, you know. Nice. And I also put that F9F together that I bought, that Panther, the free wing model I talked about. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll bring that. And I brought it and I was like, well, when I got out there, I was like, I don't even know if I want to fly a helicopter in this shit. It was pretty choppy, you know? Really? But, um, but then I put the, I put the oxy five up. I must've flown that like four or five times. And I just had a, I had a good time with that, throwing that thing around, even autoing that, you know, with the winds, the way they were, it was, it was definitely not a quiet day wind wise, but then it started to die down about three o'clock. So I was like, you know, I might break that plane out and give that a shot. And I put some expo in it and did my normal setup. You know, I usually put like, I'll go three position, like hundred percent, 80 percent, 60 percent and put some expo like 30, 35 in it. And, uh, yeah, I decided to toss that thing in the air. And that was, um, the first flight. Steve's got both flights on video. We'll probably see them like 2023, something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. the, uh, the first flight was a handful because it needed a shit ton of like down trim and it needed a bunch of aileron trim. You got to kind of like join the two wings together. Uh, they're kind of like, it's kind of weird because the fuselage has like wing parts sticking out where the ducks are for the fan on each side. And then you, you, know, you glue the wings in there. So I probably didn't get them exact. And, you know, it's a small plane. Ooh, it's only wing. They're, no, they're not. They're not like okay. they don't look cockassed or anything like that. <laughs> like, uh, yes. That's yeah, yeah, it is. I just made it up. Um, but I mean, it's only twenty-seven inch wingspan, so like, you know, it's any any little thing's gonna throw it off. Yeah. So I, I cut that. I remember flying around towards my right and cutting the throttle and it doing like a death spiral and spiral, and I I pulled out of it and landed it, but I was like, man, I gotta adjust. Uh, like CG a little bit. It seems a little tail heavy, uh, but I adjusted a few things in the next flight. Once I trimmed it out, it actually flew pretty good for a little, you know, thing, not too annoying, which kind of upset me. Cause I really want it to be yeah, more annoying. So it wasn't louder. Like it wasn't loud. Yeah. And I'm already looking at four S, uh, you know, ducted fan units to throw in there. Cause it's pretty cool the way they set it up. Like, and this is my first free wing plane, even though it was, it was $109 dude. And the yeah. quality on this plane is 100% better than the radiant. I bought the night radiant, like the wow. night radiant for almost $200 was the quality control was terrible on it. Like I, I we, the yeah. tubes were coming off the side and you know, you, you pulled the elevator and the whole tail moved to one side or another. And I know that that's got a thin tail on it, but this thing, I was very surprised with the quality, the paint, like the decals that are on it, the the way that they structured, like everything, even the the magnets for the mount, you know, that canopy mount. Uh, it's a pretty good plane. You get a lot for 110 bucks. I was completely shocked. That is a good and, price. Yeah. And for a little stupid thing, I'm going to whip around. I bought a battery with it. I bought, re I bought retracts. I bought uh, 
landing gear with it, which has a nose gear, which would be the rudder on the rudder channel, but there's no rudder on the plane. Mm-hmm. It looks like in the design, they might've thought about it. Cause there's like a, there's a cavity that goes up, but I don't know on this small of a plane, it probably wouldn't do much. So it's bank and yank. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why am I even going to put landing gear on it? If it's bank and yank, it's going to be hard as hell to line it up with the, with the runway, you know, sure, I mean, yeah. it can do it, but I'm better off just like landing on the grass somewhere, you know, whichever way I come in. Mm-hmm. And for an EDF, it actually slowed down pretty good. I was, I was pretty happy with it. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, got a bunch of oxy five flights in and I was, uh, Oh, what did I have happened? I had one of the, one of my pulse batteries give give me a problem. Start, uh, oh, yeah? singing, singing about the battery being like the voltage dropping, you know, the cell voltage dropping. So I landed, I checked things out and there was nothing wrong yeah. with it. I flew it again and I have a gen's ace that I started off with and gen's ace did nothing. I put the gen's ace in back in afterwards. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, with that and then i think i think i did another flight with the pulse it must be a cell going bad not but the irs looked fine i don't know i couldn't figure it out did another flight with the pulse and it did the same thing like certain maneuvers it was crying oh. and i do have another gen ace 5000 somewhere that i gotta just put connectors on i bought it as like a third battery for the for the oxy5 but had a lot of a lot of fun with that man i had a couple of good flights even though it was really gusty man i was doing almost 90 degree funnels like just because it was so windy i'm just like yeah. screw it like almost full collective and just yeah, bank yeah. that thing around you know nice. and uh steve shaw did some flying to it and he had one moment dude i thought for sure it was going in like yeah. you know i i don't want to say i'm like you know I don't want to say it in an, in an asinine way, but you know, when you hear uh, somebody digging in the collective yeah, and yeah. it's loaded to ground like yeah. this, he was, he was kind of funneling down towards the ground and digging on collective. I'm like, Oh shit, this is not going. I could, you could just hear it. You know, and yeah. I, I turned right around and I saw it coming around and coming around and getting lower and lower. And then at the last moment, probably about 10 feet, he, I think he hit rescue. And, uh, he was like, yeah, that was a $500 rescue right there for sure. You know, which, oh, you know, boy. We've had our back and forth about rescue and, you know, he's just, he, yeah, he saved himself some money and, um, I don't know. He's, he's a good pilot and, you know, it still happens and, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It tweets his own when it comes to that. Like, I, I think what you're learning, yeah, there's a point to, you know, learn, learn not to hit it or learn when to hit it. I don't know, but to each his own really with that. Cause I had it, I still have it on the 690. I don't use it cause I got, I can only do one thing. I can't hit two things. Like I, I hit rescue throttle hold at the <laughs> yeah. same time, or I was known for doing that. Yeah. But it was a good day. Good day flying. And, uh, it's about all I did. What'd you do, Steve? You did a ton, ton of stuff. Um, I think during my, I think during my explanation of what I did, you mm-hmm. posted four more times on Facebook about your shed production. That's going <laughs> yeah. on over. It's like every time I got on Facebook, I was like, "Holy shit!" There's more pictures going on. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do a little <laughs> bit every day, you know. Yeah. Um, I thought you were trying to get on this old house or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. That'd be cool. I'll take it. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been building a shed. It's. Uh, it's it's coming together, you know. Uh, I finally got a roof on it, so it feels nice to actually like have the thing, you know, when you go inside to be covered instead of looking up and be like, oh, I can still yeah. see the sky, you know. So, so that was cool. 
Um, RCHO, we'll talk about that in the main topic, but uh, yeah. yeah, I went to RCHO Friday night, Saturday, come back Sunday, got back Sunday, probably about like one o'clock, and then I continued building the shed. <laughs> oh, wow. So, At one o'clock in the morning? No, in the afternoon. Yeah, oh, okay. was, you know, on Sunday wow. morning or Sunday afternoon. Okay. So and Sunday, what? I pretty much built the shed, and then yesterday morning, I did some more work on the shed. And then today. You didn't even let the trip wear off on you. No, no, I need to get the shed done. So I come to the conclusion that there's no point trying to do anything after work anymore. It is just, it, 5 o'clock is dark already. I get out at 5.30, it's, you know. It's pretty much dark, so so I've been kind of trying to go to sleep earlier, which is tough for me, but to wake up at like an hour earlier so I can get like some more daylight to get this shed built. But I'm at a point where um, I'm going to put the shingles on next and do some trim work, and then at that point, I'll mount the doors, and hopefully that's that. You know, obviously interior-wise, I might I want to like hang my ladder in there and stuff, so I'll, I'll put some hooks up and, you know arrange things and, and i do need to build a ramp for the lawnmower itself to get in so but um yeah so i just want to get that done i'm like tired of it so i think <laughs> basically mm. after this show the rest of this week like i'm not going to do anything rc I don't, I don't think i'm going to do anything rc and just basically work on the shed even throughout the weekend to get it done now if i can get it done saturday cool then i might go flying on sunday but um yeah Shed 100% got to take that as my primary, you know, focus or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, uh, build the shed. So far. Thank you. Um, you know, like you're saying, Kevin, it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I'm building it. And I'm like, well, hmm, I don't like the way that is. So you start like adding more to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but at this point, I'm like, I just got to get it done. Finish yeah, it, it comes it to a with. point, yeah, where you can manipulate it too much and just want to get yeah. it done. Yeah, I don't want like to, you know, for it to be like the Miata where I like, I did everything at once and I'm like, shit, that's not done, that's not done. I got to finish all this stuff before I can even drive the car, which is delaying the project. So, I'm learning from that project not to do that with the shed project. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I made some improvements, but that's it. I got to get it done at this point. Um, yeah. but yeah, I guess uh, I don't know. Where's Andy? I guess we didn't really talk about it, huh? She's just not here. Andy is not here. Yeah. Yeah, he can make it. Yeah, I was going to say, he's corn cobbing on Mars. Yeah. So, so he got he got a lot of corn cobbling to do, So I guess. so. He's playing Farmville. What, yeah. It wasn't even corn, right? Or he was just getting rid of the old corn? I think he shows corn a video or the what beans. he was doing. I think it might have been beans. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Kind of beans, kind of corn, I don't know. But he was in, in this big machinery. Yep, it's yeah. combine. Yeah. Is that a tractor? No, so it's it combine, Bill. Bill. Oh, okay. All right. So Andy can't make it. He he's trying to get his he's trying to get his work done so he can actually, you know, go do some fun flies while there's still some fun flies going on. So Yeah, I mean he was saying he wants to get it done to go to the winter bash, which is Yeah, I guess that's like three, four weeks away. It's kind of amazing that it takes that long to do it, but he would know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, he was delayed, right? I think he said for like a week or something. So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the main topic then, huh? All right. The main topic. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about our, your RCHO experience. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so you left. Uh, what day was it that you left? Yeah, so right after work, um, I got off work around like 5 o'clock on Friday, and I'm like, Chloe, get your shit ready. Let's go. Uh, so we probably made it out the door around like 7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or 6.37-ish. Um, yeah, it's probably about 6.30. So, you know, we, we started heading towards RCHO, towards the field, you know, got the car loaded. Um, I was kind of rushing, and I'll explain how that impacted the trip later on, but I was kind of oh, rushing boy. just to let you know. And, you know, we get on the road and, and like halfway down the road, you know, halfway down 85, I'm like, okay, we're not actually going to go to the field. We're going to check into the hotel first because the last time I went straight to the field, I stayed there to two in the morning and then I had a shit ton of problems trying to check into the oh, hotel because right. they didn't have, you know, it's not 24 hour, 24 seven, like um, someone at the lobby, right? At right. the uh, registration desk. So, Basically, I was like, okay, so we went and went to the hotel. We got to the hotel, checked in, and then we drove, like, we kind of passed the field to go to the hotel and then came back and went to the field. So we got to the field around, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock-ish. And so it was dark, you know. Um, there was quite a bit of people there, you know. Like, it was, the parking lot looked pretty much packed, but I was able to find a parking spot and parked, and, you know, it's cool. Okay. Um. It was cold. Um, yeah, dude. The pictures I saw, you guys were bundled up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's not like okay, I got a you know I got a hoodie on, I got a thick hoodie on or anything. It's like I got a hoodie on and a thick jacket over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I was very surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it's funny because I mean I don't know. I feel like the chill out. No, well, not chill out. It's definitely colder. I can't say it was cold because it was windy. And then the wind chill just yeah. made it like, oh. I was so, dressed like I was from Missouri, and I was still freezing. <laughs> I was, like, standing in the fire. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you were talking about, like, it was windy up by, by or down by you, Kevin, right? Right. I would say it was, like, a constant 20-mile-per-hour, like, headwind, like, to your face. Oof. Or, like, maybe from, you know, if you're looking at the flight line, maybe from around, like, you know, 10 o'clock direction. So, you know, just constantly this wind is just blowing and it's gusting and it slows down and gusts again. And, you know, and it's, and, and at times it was consistent. So it was, it just added to the chill factor for sure. So now we should explain to the listeners, like I've never been to this field. I know it's really small. Is it like one flight station or is it two or. So basically how, it's two flight it? stations. You have like your main, which is offset to the left. And then you have like the smaller one on your right. Okay. Um, the field itself is like a weird, like, I, almost like an an egg shape, I guess, but kind of like slopes in smaller on the right side. So, um, and then there's trees. <laughs> so, like, you yeah. either fly in a really, like, small bowl area or you kind of fly, in, you know, above the trees and stuff. And, you know, obviously you can go back and forth. Um, but there's two flight stations, but it, it never felt that it was busy enough that, like, you know, two flight stations wasn't enough. Um I think the weather helps people <laughs> not want to fly too much, you know, and then there's obviously um, people get nervous to fly at there because the field is small. It, it is pretty, um, it is pretty tight feeling when you fly there for the first time, you know, Okay. especially if you're used to something bigger, right? If you're used to a big field. Okay. I so Ian, that. you went too? 
Uh, no, I didn't get to go, but oh. I had I did go to the to the chill out and experience the the field size, you know, firsthand. And yeah, it is a small field, but it is so much fun. Like after you put it in a couple flights and kind of get used to it, it's like yeah. It's nothing to just go back to back flights and you know not really worry about you know the actual size of the field, but okay. it's just so much fun. Yeah. So. All right. Mm-hmm. You stayed till Sunday. Um, Saturday night, Saturday night, pretty much. Sunday, okay. I checked out a hotel and you know we ate breakfast and left, so I went home. Okay. So, um, like, tell us about the like who was there. I'm guessing a lot of the RCHO guys that are, you know. Yeah, pretty much all the RCHO folks, right? So, um, Jane, Leslie, um, Rodney, and Tammy, and, you know, um, who else was there? Cliff, Maddie, um, Rodney had his son. Um, oh, my God, why am I forgetting his name? Justin, Justin Clay. And, you know, his girlfriend and and son. Um, Scott Graham was there. uh, Kyle Stacey. Kevin McGrady. Ben Connor. Kyle Stacey did go, huh? Kyle Stacey made it up, yeah. Uh, Mitch Morosa came down. And he threw down. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, unbelievable. But, um, you know, let's see. Who else was there? (sighs) Uh, Lincoln Everard was there. Um, Jimmy Bullard. Who else? A whole bunch of people. Uh, Eric Shu, obviously. Sherman. Um, Sherman Martin. Yeah. Oh, Sherman uh, was there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He brought his G thing, Gasser, V1 Spectre thing. Freaking crazy amount of power. That thing was just like like moving like an electric. But with a really annoying pipe sound, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, you know, you either love it or hate it. I don't know. Sometimes I'm okay with it, but sometimes it's like, oh, my God, it's loud. (laughs) Like, gosh, it's annoying. I think it's badass. I mean, just, it sounds like it's bouncing off red limiter. Like, as soon as he, like, lets off the collect, all he hears, yeah, 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 bouncing off the pipe and stuff or hanging on the pipe, I guess they say. Um, But, you know, it it was a lot of people. Um, Tim and Sherry. Um, oh, cool. And then Tim had one of his sons there. Okay. Jared, I think is his name. But um, um, just other, there's a bunch of people. It was probably I don't know how what the pilot count was, but it's got to be in the probably about forty, I would say. Oh, that's like not that. bad at all. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, if she get an official number. I should ask Jay what what it was, but uh, yeah, it was good. Um, there were some folks. Uh, Damer name was there. There were some folks that I, I did miss. Um. Oh, but let me. Who else was there? Frank Morales came up. I saw uh, Chris Frank Nutt. Yep. Ting oh, Yang. Ting. Yep. Oh, Ting was, was there. there cool. And Tim brought a couple. Um, I think he brought his girl and, and I guess his friend, another couple. So it was kind of cool. Um, who else was there? Manny I Neto s- came. Right. From Florida. I saw. Um, who else did I see? Said that uh, Dan showed up, right? Rob Cole. Dan uh, Renane, yep. Mm-hmm. Dan uh, Turiak? Dan Turiak, yes, yep. yes. Gucci yeah, he... came down, yes, from Kanakistan. So that was awesome. <laughs> um, Northern Kanakistan, I think. I don't know. Anyways, uh, who else? Who else was there? Gosh, there's there some other folks. I don't, re- I don't remember their name. There's um, 
one of the club members at um, Fredericksburg that I'm club members with. Uh, Greg was there. I don't know his last name. Um, but yeah, a whole bunch of people. Um, Juan was there with his big white trailer, hooking it up. Um, yeah. I know I'm going to miss some names. Oh, Brandon Cooper um, and Jackie was there as well. I'm sure I'm missing a whole bunch of names. Uh, let me know who I miss. <laughs> you know, sue me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so how was the, the flights down there? So, I mean, there was a lot of good folks fly. I mean, obviously, Kyle Stacy like, freaking threw down on the goblin raw nitro holy shit he threw down um multiple times even once killing his tail fit like tail uh blades and of course rescue you know landing with no problem um mitch i think stripped out of gear like in his minir um whiplash like there were some there's you know some awesome flights just i don't know just too many folks um what's this guy's name i forgot he his his family or he owns a brewery and he was throwing down too a little too close in my opinion but heck yeah this guy knew how to fly man and you know he he has definitely had a whole bunch of maneuvers he can do gosh i can't remember his name now the beer guy he owns a brewery everyone who's been there will know who i'm talking about um especially if you're hanging out saturday saturday night late um, giving out samples oh yeah it was free beers it felt like free beers the whole weekend but yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. wow um yeah so everyone threw down i think brandon he threw down had a pretty decent crash and that's kind of going to the next thing there but uh um there were some decent crashes sherman threw down an awesome flight mitch threw down an amazing flight on sherman's gasser Oh my God! I've yeah, seen that one. That was yeah. Good. Mitch is an amazing pilot, man. Yeah, freaking a lot of skids out, like skids and stuff. I mean, you know, like a lot of things are like, yeah, you know, that you don't expect. And a lot of reversals. He's like skids out, do this reversal that way, and just like his tail's always moving and stuff. Really good pilot, man. So hard to like keep up with what he's doing on a helicopter so fast and you know, yeah, crazy. But uh. Yeah, I mean, everyone put an awesome flight in. Um, I didn't actually get a lot of flights in. Well, I lie. Okay, I didn't get a lot of flights in during the daytime. Um, I got one flight in, basically, with my Kraken 580. Um, doing a tandem flight with John, John Lauren, El, is it Elroy? Elway? Elroy. Elroy. Sorry, John, I got your last name mixed up. But, um, yeah. Uh, we did this tandem flight during the day, so that was cool. Um, flew with, uh, and then Ting flew after us, and it was kind of some maniac promotional thing on their on their Facebook page. So it's uh it's on their Facebook page if you want to check that flight out. Uh, we did like an East meets West, so we had the maniacs pilots from the East Coast, like me and John, fly and Ting, fly versus um, the folks at the Southwest Rodeo. Oh, nice. So we did a live video where, like, um, AJ Gaffey flew, I think Maxwell flew, and um, oh, who else flew? I think someone else flew. I don't remember exactly, but, yeah, it was cool. You know, we're just flying, bullshitting on, on Facebook Live stuff. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. 
I mean, and I did a bunch of flights, and it was a, the night flights. I don't know. I, I'm gonna call it out. The night Uh-oh. flights these days, it's weird. When I first got into like going to these events in Virginia and and RCHO and stuff, like the night flights were like nonstop going and back to back. People flying, flying, flying. More recently, after and maybe it's the pandemic or whatever. More recently, it's like people will fly, and even the usual people they fly, they will still fly. But it's just less frequently. Like, they would do a couple of flights, you know. And, like, the mean time between flights becoming are becoming longer and longer that I've noticed. Um, that, like, night flying seems like it's, I don't know. I don't want to say it's dying out, but it's just, like, maybe I'm just remembering him a little bit more differently, you know, back when I first got into going to these fun flies. But it seems yeah, like less people be. are night flying, you know, these okay. days. Well, even Urcha when we went 2019, man, it wasn't a lot of people mm-hmm. flying at night. But I, I know what you're saying because it seemed like, you know, years prior at yeah. Fredericksburg, man, it used to go on till like three o'clock in the morning, man. Yeah, there were like lines of people staging their yeah. house, you know. Now it's like you can't get people to go fly at night sometimes. We, uh, like, mm. we went to that Loctite for Life thing, man, and I remember flying at night. <laughs> yeah. Like I flew at night, you flew at night, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Did Andy fly? I don't remember. I don't think he flew at night. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't he might have. I know at uh, Spring Fling, you know, I, as far as like the night fly for like Friday and Saturday, it just it just kept going. I mean, I had a blast of it. It, it always seemed like there was a heli yeah. up in the air until probably about you know eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. It kind of sl- starts to die down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You used to go to like two, three in the morning, and sure, I yeah. guess you know. I you know I did hear at Spring Fling was it Spring Fling? No no Fall Modan when um Devin got there like he like one in the morning he started flying to like three in the morning or something so <laughs> nice you know. so I mean you know there are still people flying but it just doesn't seem like it's as active as it used to be and it might just be my perception but um yeah it's Saturday night at a certain point it started raining so oh, a lot okay. of folks. You know, pretty much stop flying. Yeah, I'll um, put a damper on things. But you know, um, we'll t- we'll talk about the other stuff, the other flying. But like, just kind of talk about the night flying. I think Saturday night it was basically me and Dan Gucci, um, who closed out the night. Um, at one point we had like two logo two hundreds and two M twos all tandem. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think there was any mid airs. I don't remember. I don't think there was any mid airs, but, but you know, some folks crashed out and stuff. It, it happens. Um, uh, but we had a lot of fun. We kept on flying. Um, you know, Dan kept on bashing his helicopter in, and you know, so did I, and we kept on fixing them. And you know, they're like small little fixes. Um, uh, until Dan's was pretty bad. Uh. Which kind of goes right into the crashes. So the crashes of Dan's little logo 200. He went from like, man, bro, I like, dude, I've never crashed this thing. These are still the original <laughs> frames. Jeez. And I was like, oh yeah, you're flying with me now. <laughs> I, you know, come on, let's fly. So we were flying, and you know, I would crash out, or he would crash. It came down like there was several flights later, and total. Bottom, like he first started with, oh, I broke a landing skid. Okay. And then I was like, oh, here, I got an extra one. Shit. You know, like that Eric Shoe gave me. Perfect. Here you go. Put that landing skid on. 
next crash. He was like, oh, I broke my lower frames. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you never broke frames before. Now you have. <laughs> so, so we kept on piecing it back together. And I'm like, at a certain point, he was like, he had just the, what we call, I guess, like the motor mount plate, the bottom plate, and the servo top plate. So, like, it's just a motor and the top and a battery and no lower frame skids. And we're just tossing the helicopter in the air. Oh, and he's trying geez. to spool it up. <laughs> and he, oh, man. You know? And, oh, and, and he does. He gets a toss-up and he spools it up and he actually took off once. So I was like, whoa. And he flew the flight. But after that, I was like, all right, let's bring that over. I gave him a set of, like, M2 frames. And we put that on there with no landing gears, just the M2 frames. And he was able to fly, you know several times that night without any issues so but yeah it was it was pretty funny we closed out the night flying session probably like close to two in the morning or three. Oh wow flying like i mean i i don't remember how many flights i did like i kept on recharging kept on recharging constantly constantly and you know thank you tim he had a one of those x4 chargers or whatever the ones that have four things and we literally were just Cycling batteries through, I think, three of the charging ports that they had. You know, constantly, uh, over and over nice. again. Um, so we, I think we have probably did like 20 flights or something combined together or something, or maybe more. But probably crashed like 30 times, picked it up and flew or fixed the little things. So, man, those little helis, man, they are fun. So much that I think I've convinced Jamie um, Burkholder to buy one. Like, oh, to boy. get them to, yeah. So we'll see. Hell yeah. I'm going to get another one in. Damn. This little heli. <laughs> All right. What's nice. next? Well, next, wow. I was curious about uh, did they do a dinner there? Like uh, a normal foam fly? Mm-hmm. They, have, they cooked it too. They did oh, okay. it all on site, as far as, I, as far as I know. So it had. Uh, so they were smoking barbecue chicken. Okay. And there was mac and cheese, green beans. Um, I'm missing something else. Was this a Cliff Lewis production? Is this what it was? No, this was uh, Justin Clay. He's yeah, Rodney's son was the one. As far as I know, him and Rodney were manning like the grill, right? Like getting the you know making sure the chicken was cooking, and yeah, I know Sherry was helping. Um, which we're going to talk about Sherry and Tim, but Sherry was helping. Um, Tammy obviously was helping. Um, Andy said that Tima was going to be there. Did she show up? No, she did not. Okay. I don't know why she would go and he wouldn't. I don't know if that was a joke or if she was part For of the like, women's combat, which we'll talk the, about combat. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So dinner was, dinner was, uh, it was good. It was, it was, it was early, which is weird. It was at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Nice. Which is That's weird. late for Florida, dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess when the medium <laughs> age is, you know, 85. Yeah. But, like, we're talking about, you know, Raleigh, Durham area of North yeah. Carolina. Like, it's yeah, not, usually it's five it's, or six. Four is kind of mm, early. Yeah, four is kind of early. Um, but it was good. It was, it was. I mean, you got like this. It was huge. The, the chicken quarter, whatever you call it, the the thigh and the leg. It was like freaking the size of my head. It was bigger. It was so hard to finish. But um, so dinner was awesome Saturday. But so you know, Friday night, 
I left, went to the hotel, slept in the morning. Chloe and I was like, oh, let's, there's a Waffle House right here. Let's go get some breakfast. So we get breakfast, and then we show up at the field. And come find out, like, I'm like, oh, wow, look at this whole setup. So Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Tim and Sherry, they had this whole setup there with a, a huge flat top uh, Blackstone grill. Like a huge one, like, I don't know, like a really big one where you can cook a lot of stuff on it. And and like a couple of tables set up, and they were cooking breakfast for everyone. Wow. So they are doing they're doing pancakes, they're doing eggs, bacon sausage, I think, and um, they had orange juice. Uh, I forgot what else they had. Yeah, I think that was it. But that's awesome. They were cooking for everyone. That's I didn't really even cool. know. I was like, they were like, come and eat. I was like, oh, we already ate breakfast. Like we didn't even know. So it seemed like this is something new that Tim. And Sherry started doing at their, um, they do, I guess, like, some writing club thing. And he was like, yeah, we tried it there, and, you know, and it seemed like it was a big hit. So we're like, why not? Let's do it at a fun fly. So they, they did it here, which was amazing. Now, I don't know if people threw in money or anything. I hope they didn't have to pay for all the eggs and then, you know, all the food themselves. But right. it was awesome. Like, freaking That's huge fantastic. thumbs up to, to, to them for, for doing what they did. That, I mean, that was huge. Uh, let's see. Was there any other food stuff? That's really all there is. We didn't really go out to eat, um, because we weren't, we were only there really one day, you know, Saturday. And by the time we got there Friday night, you know, it was pretty late, so. Yeah, and I heard there's not much around there, right? I mean, or there's a Mexican there? restaurant that Eric likes, oh, okay. likes to go to. Yeah, I think there's a Mexican restaurant around every fun fly Eric goes to. I think he reason. finds them or he, yeah. at the very least, supports them and keeps them in business. It's a trend I'm seeing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So did they, they raffle off anything? I kind of know the answer to some of this, but. Uh, oh, yeah. They had, they had a good, pretty good raffle going. Um, the grand prize stuff, as far as I can remember, and, you know, please excuse me. I don't. I don't participate in raffles much just because I'm too sponsored to to do that. Like, you know, I can't win anything technically. So, so I don't really do the raffles. But um, I know there was a Tron kit from Fatboy um, oh, wow. Fat RC. Um, there were several, several sets of, like, batteries for Maniacs, um, which is awesome. That's uh, cool. Eagle Drift, I brought a... I brought the the raffle prize for Eagle Drift, which was a it was a, a coupon or whatever redemption code for any motor that they make, which is amazing. You know, because they make wow. four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar motors, right? That you can get, <laughs> right? So, which is cool. Um, and plus, you can get any motor you want, which is cool. So, like, you want to get a special KV or something, you can get that and and have them order it. You know, custom make it, right? A beta edition. Um, Maniacs was a really big one. I remember seeing a lot of Maniacs packs, um, Maniacs lipo bags, you know, and stickers and all that stuff. There was a lot of Scorpion stuff too. Um, seemed like Mikado USA was a pretty big sponsor um, as far as what they threw in. Um, there was a set of Azure Blades. I know Azure was there. Ting was there. So he definitely wow. had a set of Theta Servos. Thetas, yeah. Mm-hmm. A full set of their. Uh, I think they're called C1s, C1s, yeah, C1, T1, I think, or something like that. 
Um, man, G Thang, G Thang. I don't know how to say it. Um, they had a, a a voucher code thing for um, their gas conversion for the uh, V1 Spectre, so you nice. could win that. Um, wow. A bunch of like you know twenty percent off deals at like DK and Heli Direct. Um, which I think you know, just other all, all the companies kind of threw in some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing Damn. some, but uh, definitely got to give a huge shout out to all the sponsors for this event. Um, you know, I have to get a hold of some Maniacs packs. I want to try out at Dude. least one for the Oxy Five. I want to try at least you know a set for the Six Ninety. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, man, that new ADC pack I got. I haven't I haven't tried them out yet because I didn't get a chance to solder on ends or anything like that. But there's a 5200ADC pack that's lighter than their 5170C. That think it's I think it's lighter than their 5550C batteries. So like these cells, I don't know how they get the capacity and the output and be small and light, but yeah, they seem pretty good. And hmm. plus they're orange. Like shit. <laughs> Why? Oh, they're no orange. Reason. They yeah, look. They're... They look reddish, pinkish in all the pictures I see. No, they're orange. Yeah, oh, I can wow. go grab my pack. It's in the. It's in the garage. But yeah, it's orange. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely give me a try. Yeah. Let me... Yeah. So Ian, you want to ask this last question? Yeah. What's this that I hear about a wim- all women's combat? And I noticed there was a couple more people. Uh, yeah, so the so the women's combat was, you know, it was a, it, it was epic. Now, <laughs> you know, now the epicness is not even just. I mean, obviously there's some funny stuff that happened, you know, but even just like we had like, okay, Sherry was flying. She had a Blade 450X, I believe. Um, Madison was flying, I think a Blade two thirty S. Uh Jackie, you know, Brandon's girl was flying an Oxy four Max, I believe. Okay. Um who else was there? I think that was it. Originally four. And then, you know out of left field comes two more. Uh oh. Um yeah, I mean, they were dressed <laughs> like women. Oh, this explains <laughs> the picture I saw on Facebook. They, Some things uh, cannot be unseen. That statement you know, never held true more off more than this. Yes, yes, I agree. I almost but, said in the one picture. I, I, I know, I know, their initials were RC. Um, mm-hmm. Or one of them was. I, yeah, I Robina? almost posted. Or, or Robin? No. Was it Robina? No, Robin. Robin, Robin. Robin Cole? Yeah, I think it was yeah, Robin Cole. was in yeah. a picture with you, Steve, and you posted yeah, it on yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I almost posted, wow, who's that hot chick that Steve's with? And I didn't. <laughs> you should watch the live video because it's on my Facebook page. Watch the live video because Rob's like, you know I'm sexy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? Oh, he's just boy. like like he's just playing the role like he's he's funny, and then of course Eric Shu or Erica Shu <laughs> was, oh, uh, was yeah I didn't recognize it was, that one it was, it was hilarious yeah. as well. 
Um, yeah, yeah, they they went full like high heels and whatever, hey. and like Rob was wearing a corset or whatever those things where they like stretch, you know, <laughs> like kind up your mid waist. Just send it right. Yeah, like full send, and then they flew and <laughs> and um, so. I gotta say, I gotta give up for for all the the real women that flew. Um, <laughs> you know, the it's hard to fly in that wind, and then all everyone's screaming and laughing and like being very loud. And yes, there were folks on Buddy Box like helping out, but like I don't think even the Buddy Boxer could help because there were some helis that flew. Let's just say they crashed. They were crashing all over the place, like. Mm, boy, you know, left and right, you know, they're crashing. I don't think there was many impact. I think maybe one or two helis might have impacted, but yeah, it was a lot of crashing. Um, That's funny. Yeah, but it was hilarious. Oh my gosh! Like, you know, to be honest, I knew about this happening, but it still doesn't prepare you. Like knowing that they're gonna do this still doesn't prepare you when you actually lay eyes on them. And you're like, oh my god, what the. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> nothing like, is gonna prepare you yeah, for that. Nothing, nothing. This is like nothing prepares you for Rob Cole on a normal day. I know, I know. <laughs> and right. then this happens. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, it uh, was that's uh, great. Really, those those two need to end up on a sticker like uh Rita Mamacita. I mean I, I think that I don't be think the world's ready for that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the RC Heli Committee's really ready for that. Oh. But yeah, I guess so. We can make it into a, a caricature type of picture. That might be fun. It made me think of Charlie Murphy explaining the story about how Prince got that really good-looking male to be in his band or something. And Charlie mm-hmm. Murphy was like, man, that new chick that Prince got in his band, man, that's one fine-looking chick. <laughs> that's, that's the same way. I was like, man, that Rob Cole... Or that Robin Cole, man, that's some hot looking chick in that, in that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I was going to goof around and say that shit, you know, oh, I was going to post it, man, Steve's hanging out with some hot women. <laughs> My wife was like, what are you doing there? I get that question every now and then from my wife. <laughs> yeah. Do any women show up at the field? And I'm like, no. No, now really. I can't say that because we have the one that flies with us kind of every weekend. Mm. Um, she's a better pilot than half of the guys there. and She's only been like flying for like three, four months. Is she younger or? Because I mean, all those guys are kind of older, right? No, she's older. Okay. And she still flies better than all of them. Nice. Yeah. No, she's, oh, yeah. Uh, she, and she's right in on the ball busting too, you know? like. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, and that so, kind of uh, leads... Yeah, was, was there any other... I know you flew a bunch, and that usually leads to combat. Were there any other like <laughs> combat issues or combat events going on so, there? So Wasn't after, this the place known for combat? Like, big yes, stuff? Yes, it is. It is. Combat? Well, okay. there was no big stuff this year, but we did have the, then, you know, the all-in combat, like, the matter. You don't have to be a woman or a cross-dresser or trans i don't know or any or of the identifying and yeah. or identifying yes as any of those things you can be any of the 58 yes uh, gender yeah whatever right. genders yeah <laughs> um because it's an all for all combat right so everyone combat right. so um okay. that was fun it was like probably about like 
this year, like, oh, Brandon Leggett was there too. I was hanging out with him a little bit. And he, you know, he brought a whole bunch of 450, Blade 450X parts and helis, and he, we, everyone started building Blade 450X helis and flying them. So I did, I actually had an issue with mine, and he hooked me up. So thank you, Brandon. He hooked oh, me wow. up with uh, like a servo and, you know, horn and a couple of little parts, uh, a linkage and stuff uh, to get my Blade 360 CFX going. And good thing because there, in the all for all combat, because I was in it, I was mainly focused on obviously my helicopter. Um, you know, there are a couple of helis that like crashed, like I think kind of close because everyone around me like ducked. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, close. Man. Yeah, that's um, pretty close. I didn't duck, but um, but yeah, that was good. You know, I survived. And basically, I was flying, and I took out someone. I think I took out, I don't remember. I took out a blade, I think, 450X, and I, I chopped it in half. It was a really good chop, but my heli stayed in the air. I was like, heck yeah. What? I took a <laughs> helicopter out, and I'm still in the air. You know, I was just trying to, like, keep the thing, like, just pitch pumping. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't fly that thing. That, that helicopter was all over the place. I had no control over it. I was, I was like, basically asking it to stay in control and it was just like i'm gonna do whatever i want you know um so it was it was not it wasn't a good flight it wasn't a fun flight but at the, at the end of the thing I, i'm flying and i'm hovering there and I'm, I'm like everyone's out except for one other helicopter and it's a blade 450x doing pure flips I'm like, what the fuck what the fuck is doing this shit and then i hear in my left shoulder it's oh rob cole gave the transmitter to or robin cole gave the transmitter transmitter to mitch so Mitch was flying the whole time in that combat, and he's doing freaking pill flips constantly. Just and I'm like trying to pitch pump it into it. I'm like I'm like pitch pumping and like leaning it back and trying to pull it so I can like get him this way or that way, you know. Um, and eventually we collided and went. Psh. It was confetti. I think he won. I you know I'll, I'll admit if I did lose, right? So my helicopter dropped straight down and his kind of flew out. And because his flew out, oh, I think okay. his landed after mine landed. So technically, I think he won. But I got to say, hey, I made it to the end with Mitch. And, you know, and we both took each other out. So that was a good combat. And nice. everyone was excited. It was, you know, a lot of energy in the air when, when combat goes. Combat is fun, man. It, it is something that I think it should be a thing at fun flies you know for folks that want to right like who want to take the risk yeah. there's a lot of risk about it right there's you know yeah let's be honest here right we take every precaution making sure people who aren't flying aren't you know near and anything everything like that and make sure everyone's aware but like you know want to shit can happen when when helis crash into each other midair and you know parts go flying and stuff but oh wow it's a lot of fun oh, it really yeah. is so cool, man. Um, so I will say that I was, you know, my my helicopter had a bent tail boom, broken blades, a couple broken servos, but everything is still there. Like it's not like my previous, you know, helis where like I lost the beast X, I lost my tail servo, I lost, okay. you know, all the stuff. So, um, I have like BK micro servos and stuff. Like I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna put some real sh- hardware, like real stuff in here, right? Put high-quality servos, run a Neo on it, you know? Like, I'll just take one of my old Neos, like, I don't know. Here, this one. It's a non-V-Link one. Fuck it. I'll, I'll run it I'll run it on a satellite. 
And um, I don't care if it gets chopped up, whatever. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll, what, I want to be able to fly and actually do stuff what, damage. Mm-hmm. What blades were you running on that? Because that um, they seem to hold up pretty good. Yeah, whatever I whatever came with it. I think there were a line three sixty millimeter blades that came with the okay. the heli when I bought it. Yeah, okay. it's using that and using the plastic, you know, blade three sixty plastic tail tail blades and stuff. So yeah, it, it held up really good. I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I think I have the parts to fix it, and and I want to get it ready for the chill out next. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you went. I'm glad you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Too bad Andy couldn't make it. Yeah. Bad, I saw I the videos from the event. It mm-hmm. looked uh, looked like a riot. Yeah, it was fun. I know, I know Steve Shaw wanted to go, but um, he wound up running into too many work-related things Thursday, Friday. He, he's yeah. planning on leaving Thursday. And it is mm-hmm. 10 hours for him. What is it? What was it for you, like three? Me? Two hours door-to-door. Oh geez. Yeah, I yeah, could go that, there. That's for awesome. a, I could go there like for a Saturday, you know, just sitting. Yeah, there, right. You know? Yeah, it's not that nice. much better than Fredericksburg. Nice. Um. Yeah. RCHO is is seriously something special. It does it. Not only does it, I think, bring out like the kid in all of us, like you know, because we're kind of like. The parents are at home. Woohoo! We can do whatever right. we want. Let's eat ice cream for dinner. You know, like, <laughs> like seriously, we we, we kind of act like kids and we have a good time. And you know, obviously we we're adults, so we do try to be safe about it. You know, but like it was a lot of fun, and and Chloe had a lot of fun. If it was a little bit warmer, that would have made it better. Or, you know what? If if the winds weren't as bad. It would have made it better because that would have made like sitting by the fireplace a little bit easier. You know, because when you get wind blowing, it's like you can only sit on one side of the fire and stuff. Um, you know, it just made over overall experience a little bit better if there was less wind. But it was a great event, and you know, it seemed like everyone had fun. Um, you know, you watch the videos. You 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 can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Um. What's what's the thing? You can't like fake those emotions and laugh and all that stuff that's happening. You know, in a big crowd. So, well, Scott Graham was there. I take it too, right? Yeah, Scott Graham. Um, DePaula was there with Monty and Shaggy, and Shaggy and Casey flew down with their like a Cessna. I yeah, know, I saw that. One of the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta give uh, Scott Graham a little shout out because he got in touch with me this week and was like, "Hey, dude, I got six ninety canopies. Um, if you're going to RCHO, uh, you know, he's gonna bring them, and because I, you know, I had said that." Kind of having a hard nice. time trying to find them. Yeah. So I got to give him a shout out. Thank you, Scott. Oh yeah. But I didn't. I didn't make it to RCHO, obviously. Yeah. But we'll, well, we'll get bash. together. Yeah. Winter yeah. Bash. Yeah. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> Is there any other questions? Uh, I've got one more. Was there any pranks this year, as far as uh, zip ties or? No, Tyson wasn't there. Oh really? <laughs> No, neither was John Allen. I think, but he John has an excuse. I think John's overseas right now. Um, uh, yeah, I think Tyson right. might be in Florida or something. You know, he does the boat stuff, so he's he's usually mm-hmm. down by Florida, I believe, a lot. So yeah, no, I didn't see Tyson or John Allen there. Um, you know, there were some, you know, little, I don't want to call it cock and balls, I guess. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> little plastic cocking balls kind of laid out around the place. Um, you know, I don't know if there was a lot of pranks. I did, I did give out some stickers and, um, um, yeah, and I tagged some things there and things and stuff. So, which I I got to give a huge shout out. So this is um where where I mentioned earlier that I rushed out. So I rushed out of the house around five, you know, around six thirty, whatever it was, and because we we're running a little bit late, and like Chloe forgot to like, yeah, it's not really Chloe's fault, but she, you know, there was like, oh, Max's bags right here, so I gotta grab Max's bag, so he has his um little pop kennel blanket, food, and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, so I grabbed that, and I grabbed my um an extra pair of shoes because RCHO, if it rains, you know, it could be mud fest, so bring an extra pair of shoes oh, and grab okay. my luggage bag and I started heading out the door and I got to the car and loaded up and we started driving and and I think I got about halfway where I was like oh gotta get gotta go get gas and go pick up some dinner so we uh I think yeah we picked up subway at like a, a loves or whatever a, a, one of those gas station rest areas and I'm like hmm Chloe do you see my backpack back there like, oh jeez! No. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Damn. So I left my backpack. Okay. What was in my backpack? Hmm. My laptop. Eh, I'm not on call. I don't really need it. Oh, but great. My medicine. Yeah. I left uh... my pills. So you know, I get down there on Friday, and I'm, I'm talking to Maria on the phone, and you know, I'm like, oh, guess what? Can you go check the front door? Do you see a backpack sitting there? She's like, what, did you forget something? I was like, yeah, you see the backpack? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's here. I was like, okay, well, I'm like, whatever, don't worry about it. And, you know, it's going to be like a day and a half I don't have my pills. So it's not it's not going to be that bad for me, you know. I've, I've done longer sprints without them. And, you know, I wake up Saturday morning and it's late. Like, not late. You know, it's like maybe 8.30, 9 o'clock. And usually I wake up at 7, so I'm like, oh. This is weird. Like, I slept in. I need to get ready. We need to get to the field and, you know, meet up with everyone. So so we're, like, getting ready. And, you know, my wife calls. It's, like, 830. And she's, like, okay, so you just need your pills? Give me the address to the field. And I'm, like, what do you mean? She's, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come down and drop off your pills. So I'm, like, uh, okay. She's, like, all right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. I'm like, oh, wait, before you leave, she's like, what? I'm in the car ready to go with Hunter in the car and everything. I'm like, before you leave, can you go in the house and right by my desk on the floor here, right here, pointing down, you'll see a laptop, and on there, on top of the laptop, it's a brown box. If you open it up, there's new stickers for the Free Forest Podcast logo and the, oh boy. the logo stickers. Check if it's in there and bring that box with you. So everyone who I gave stickers out to, they need to thank my wife because that's the reason why I had the stickers because I forgot those as well, not just my medicine. So my wife being a sweetheart drove two hours to RCHO, drop off my medicine and the stickers, stayed for maybe about 30 minutes, and then drove two hours back home. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So... I I am blessed to have her in my life. Seriously. So, Absolutely. Yes, yeah. you are. 
<laughs> yeah, whose wife would drive four hours to drop off pills and stickers? <laughs> you know, <laughs> not many, not many, not many wives and girlfriends would do that. So, no. I don't think I've had a girlfriend once that would actually do anything for the hobby. <laughs> I don't, and, and she, you know, obviously it wasn't really meant for the hobby. It was more meant for me, but still, regardless. Right, right. You know, that's, that's just huge. So, all right. I think that's uh, all I have here. All right. Sounds like you had a pretty awesome time. Sounds like it's a good event no matter what. Yeah, it really is. The people and, you know, just the shenanigans. You know, fire pit fly. Excuse me, the fire pit flying, and I don't know what else we did. We were doing all sorts of things. Nice. Got a beater. Got a beater. It's something special Got for sure. Beater. Cool. All right, let's all move right. it on. All right. All right. Okay, Ian's tech We have tip. it. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, this week's wrenching with Ian. Uh, kind of wanted to go over tools that I use for. Um, you know, working on nitros. Um, as everybody knows, the, I've been uh, wrenching on this black nitro for the past uh, couple weeks. Um, I had to obviously do a little bit of uh, redoing up the the engine I had uh, got from uh, Angelo. Which, come to find out, it also used to belong to Brandon Cooper. And yeah, it was, it was in that black nitro that went into the fire pit. Um... Well, obviously, I had I, I felt that the ring needed to be redone, so I went ahead and you know cranked it all apart. But I just wanted to go over touch base on the tools that I typically use when I'm working on a nitro stuff that I've used so far. Some people might use something different, but uh, I'll go ahead and start off with drivers that I've used on various engines. Um, let's see, uh, I've used two millimeter, two point five, and uh, three millimeter. Um, some engines, you know, might require a Phillips to go ahead and take off the the carburetor, because um, uh, it's like, uh, well, it's like the OS thirty seven has, uh, you know, two Phillips screws opposing each other, holding it in, and then of course the bigger engines have like the 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 plastic uh, clamps that more or less it's like two plastic pieces and it threads in, pulls them together, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you can. Uh, Sometimes you might need a flathead, whether it's uh, you know trying to help something apart, but be careful of marring mating surfaces. Obviously, um, another trick that I uh, learned actually, I learned this trick from uh, Bobby Watts uh, when they were doing uh, Smack Talk. Um, shop rag is awfully handy when it comes to uh, taking out the um, the uh, the actual cylinder liner. Uh, what you do is uh, you put the piston all the way down in the engine. You push it all the way down, and then you feed the the rag through the exhaust port, and then you uh, you crank the crankshaft, pushing the piston up. And as it goes up, it catches the rag and pushes the the actual liner out. That's another trick that I've uh, you know I frequently do. Yeah, I've never. Had- oh, I see. I understand what you're saying, but I've never had a problem where I just didn't like put a liner on my thumb, just put my thumb in there, like put the piston on it down, put my thumb and just slide it right out. Like I've never had a a liner seize in there where it wasn't just like just slide right out. 
Yeah, all of mine have been snug. I mean, it wasn't, like, stupid or anything, but it's like, you know, just putting that rag in there, I didn't have to turn it, like, really hard to, you know, push it out. But as far as doing it with my hands, I couldn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm special with my motors. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Maybe your thumb is just the right size. Yeah, just right out. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, even even this sorry, this little thing, um, whatever you call it. But even this past weekend, I was helping Lincoln with his YS motors, YS ninety one SRX, and he was like, he's like, I haven't done this in so long. He's like, I forgot to do anything. I was like, he's like, oh, how do I get the winder? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, <"Here> you go. <laughs> I popped it right out. Like, I did not even thinking about it. like, do I need to use something to, to pop it out? But anyways, go on. <laughs> But uh, no, that's just something I've you know. Once I uh, first got the, like the the NX4, you know, I kind of did a little bit of researching on nitro, you know, to kind of know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And you know, you try to do whatever you can, but really, it's doing it is the other you know part of the equation as far as I mean. Yeah, you can prepare yourself on what stuff you might have to run into, and you know, just kind of research it. But um, yeah, turns out that rag it. it that was like the first thing that I uh, did when I came to, uh, you know, working on my the engine for the NX4. And it worked gr- worked out great, and it worked out on the, the other two engines I've worked on since then. Um, something I did pick up this week, I purposely didn't mention it um, on my week. I picked up a uh, KC3D uh, crank lock from uh, Keith Williams. And... Nice. Tell you what, I did the trick. Um, I had um, temporarily screwed on like the whole clutch stack and everything onto the um, to the OS ninety one, and it's like, oh yeah, cool, okay, that's how it goes on. And before I, you know, could really go through it and everything, yeah, it was stuck on there, so I had to get the crank lock regardless. But it was something I needed because it also has uh, on the opposite side, you know, because. The crank lock, what it does is it's uh, it's cylinder in shape, and it's got the cutouts where it can fit, like the con rod and where the con rod connects to the actual crankshaft. And with this one, it does both uh, 90 plus, and you flip it around, and you got the side that does like 50 and up. So it's like it can do either size. So that was something I needed to pick out pick up and it it actually worked out really great and uh, i can actually um i'll i'll take a picture of it and post it on facebook uh with a link on where to get them um another nice another couple things as far as uh, i i think is definitely needed if you're getting into nitro or you know i mean let, let's be honest like some of the guys that are really hardcore into nitro probably have a lot of the stuff but if, for that person that's like interested and hasn't really made that leap um, brake cylinder hone. Um, whenever you uh, break open that used engine you just got, or the you know maybe it's time to go ahead and do some maintenance on that um, on that nitro engine. Maybe you pushed it a little too hard and need to rebuild it. And you know maybe there's a little bit of scuffage in the the actual cylinder or whatever. Uh, typically, whenever I go to replace a ring. I just give it a touch on the brake cylinder hone and what it is. Um, you can get them um, in two different options, uh, two prong or three prong. You can typically find them at like auto parts stores, Amazon. 
Um, it's a uh, long shaft that you can actually put it into like a, uh, you know, into a power drill. And it's got prongs that come off the side, and it's got these stones that are you know, typically used for honing. And um, just give it a little touch of oil in the, the actual sil- cylinder liner. Use your finger to, you know, you know, smear it around, put some onto the actual uh, stones themselves on there. And you just do a single pass in and out, check it, and then, you know, until the scuff is actually gone. It doesn't really take much to uh, get rid of the scuffing on the inside unless it's, like, really deep. But uh, definitely worth using, like, your um, caliper to make sure, you know, how big the opening is because some of the cylinder hones may vary as far as, you know, how small, you know, how big they go, but the other problem is, is like how small they can, you know, the smallest uh, diameter that they can hone. So that's another thing to kind of keep a lookout for if you decide yeah. to get one. Uh, you have to be careful with that too, and um, I think you have to let people know, like, put a warning that, like, you don't just stick it in there and go, no, and you get like slow the purpose. It. No, but the purpose of honing it is more for. Obviously, if there's any deep scratches, but like at that point, you're not gonna hone it to get rid of deep scratches. Like if it's deep scratches or scarring, replace it. It's not. There's yeah. no point. You, what you're trying to do is just recreate cross hatching, more exactly. cross hatching on the on the cylinder liner. So to do it, you gotta go in and out, in and out. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. And what so I do you is let I people do know you can't just stick it in there yeah. and do a little bit. You have, and I'm glad you brought that part. up. The whole point of it is you got to get that cross hatching, which is means that it has a sand while it's going in and out, and everything has to have oil on it. Like yep. you don't want to do any of this honing dry; it will you, you can tear up that liner. Yeah, you can tear it up, or like it'll grind a lot of it out quick, and then you know now your piston ring's not gonna seat, so you you just have now you just ruin your whole ring and piston if you try to put it back together. So, absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, these notes are just like spare of the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just low and uh, you know, just just go slow uh, with the you know the the drill and just a quick in and out check it. Pretty much, uh, you know, what you're looking for is a good cross hatch. And like, if there's minor scuffs, it'll take care of that. Anything deep, I wouldn't. Yeah, definitely. You're do gonna a damage a ring trying to put a new ring in there and let us see. Yeah, it's just not going to work. Um, and you know, Matt Botos does have a does have a video of it, and yeah, I will watch also, his videos. Yeah, he knows his shit. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out. And the last thing that I have on here is uh, quarter inch ratchet sets. Uh, definitely good to have on hand in case you know got a stubborn bolt or whatever. And of course, you have to take off that bolt off the main. Uh, off the crankshaft journal, so it's like that's definitely something I have on my desk constantly. So, um, mm-hmm. if there's uh, anything else uh, you feel that should be on the list, I mean, definitely is it a metric hit- or is it a standard set? SAE or metric? Metric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the most common one that I've always seemed to use uh, when it comes to. Uh, the engine so far is 10 millimeter, and that's for the OS 37, I believe. I always seem to be using that one. What about 
a torque wrench. Do you have a torque wrench? I do not. Do you use a torque wrench? I do not. Do you torque your bolts on the head and on the crank and all that stuff? Uh, Obviously not when they came loose a couple episodes ago. (laughs) Yeah. No, I do not have a torque wrench. But it doesn't matter. I would say torque the shit out of them. The torque wrench is like the, the yeah. torque settings are actually really low. They're like 17 inch pounds or something. Right, right. We're talking about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because oh. like, um, well, when it came to the the most recent, you know, where the screws were like back, you know, the bolts were backing out of the head. Um, what I pretty much did there was I used uh, acetone on a Q-tip, cleaned out the holes as best I could, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> Threaded them all in, and then I torqued them all down the best I could, you know, in a star-shaped pattern, just as uh, Tom Shin had told me. He's like, yeah, he's like, really, it's the best you can do, because you can't really use Loctite, because, I mean, the engine's going to get hot. It's going to, that Loctite's not going to hold. It's just going to, it's just going to cook its way out, so it's like, really no point. All right. Cool. Um, I think the last but not least... When it comes to like uh, the pipes, what I um, I've always been a fan of using uh, copper RTV. When it comes to like um, like my NX4, for example, I've always used that. Um, I always put the pipe on the engine with that particular model outside of the airframe, and then I put it all in. So it's like uh, when I uh, apply the the copper RTV. I just use my finger and just put a very thin dab going all around the mating surface on both sides. And I mean, it's like super thin and bolt them both back on, you know, put it together and tighten it down and send it. And I've had zero issues with that. I ended up doing the same thing with the black nitro and it actually did come with a gasket. Um, From what I was told with the gasket, it's like, you can just put the gasket on there, but like fly it for a minute, bring it down, crank crank down the bolts even tighter. You should you be know. doing that regardless, I think. RTV what? or people use epoxy. I think yeah. once it heats up, you need to do a final tight down. Absolutely, absolutely, and that I have been doing. But I know with the the actual gasket, from what I was told, it's like you have to do that for a few times. You know, crank it down, make sure it's tight. You know tighter and tighter kind of thing it's like because the metal expands and then shrinks metal and it just yeah so it's uh that was what i was told about that i've never actually had to use the gaskets but i've always stuck with the rtv and it's it's always worked the best for me um yeah just let me know if there's anything uh i've missed or if there's something you all do differently uh let us know in the comments um be happy to hear it and if there's anything i missed so yeah, that's this week's uh, wrenching. All wrenching right. with Ian. Nice. Right, let's move it to news and announcements. All right, we got news and announcements. Okay, what do we have? Uh, we got a new Hobbywing <clears throat> Platinum V5 150. Whoa, V5. Sweet. Nice. Sorry, did I steal your thunder? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, so uh, Kyle Stacy, the one and only, has released a video talking about this thing. I saw it go by on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And 
and uh, looks like it's stronger, mm-hmm. more powerful, mm-hmm. more torque, more power, more can crush a man with a, with his bare hands. It says know. Aster Throttle response. Oh, maybe they're missing the F. They're missing the F. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Instead of faster throttle response, it says Aster Throttle response. So um, the specs, uh, I'll start right at the bottom with the specs. Mm-hmm. The The weight is 140 grams. Uh, does that sound right? 140 grams? I don't know. When you talk uh, about grams, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be kilograms. Anyways. No, it definitely wouldn't be kilograms. But um, yeah. Okay. Eight, 83 by 37 by 21 millimeters. Uh, for those of you who speak millimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 gauge input wire, you know, output 12 gauge, uh-huh. four, four millimeter gold connectors. So that answered my question from the other day about the 130 I had. Uh-huh. Um, but the specs as far as input voltage, it's three to eight S lipo. Uh, BEC is uh, five to eight volts, 10 amp BEC. And the current rating obviously is 150, but its peak is 180, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because usually it's like, I would think the peak would be even higher than that. Yeah, true. Yep. Right? Like, you have 130s peaking at 180. So, a yeah. 150 peaking at 180 seems a little bit. But I, I think the, the selling point of this thing is it's actually small, right? Like, it's. Yeah. It's very small for the, the amount of amps and size it is. Right. So what would this work for? 8S setup, so... Well, if you want to put 8S in your 550 or 600. Yeah. Right, so it's very similar to my YG-155 that does an, an 8S capability. And um, The 580 Goblin so, Raw, when that comes out. Right, like a 580, 550 to 600 size, I think would be perfect for this. That is, you know, a lot of small 600 that's doing an ADA setup, right? Yeah. You know, or even, a, you know, whatever 600 size, but not probably no no bigger than swinging 600s, 605s or whatever. Maybe I think 620s. It'd be pretty good, you know, yeah, uh, Oxy 5, 5, 550, anything like that. Yeah, like the Oxy 5, Oxy. Uh, 5HF, like, you know, like that 550, 600 size. Yeah. The same thing with the XL and the um, Logo 550. Yeah, just all of those, right? There's a, there's a ton of um, mid-size 550-ish size helis, you know. The 580 Kraken, like I said, this would be perfect for that. This is similar of what I run on, on mine, except it's a different brand, obviously. Um, yeah, that's cool. What's the price point? I was trying to find that. I don't see it on the page. Uh, and I was also trying to look at the um, the V4 130 that I use, mm-hmm. which is hmm. The 130 that I use can do 12s. Yeah, that's like 399. No, 299, right? Yeah, the 120 can do 6s. Uh, the one, the V4. Let me see. I don't know if there was a price point on this yet. Hmm. I wonder if it's so new that it has does not have a price. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So one one thing that's cool is the additional features that I'm seeing comes with a 
standalone uh, perimeter setting interface that expands a wide range of function. Connect uh, the multifunction LCD setup box or OTA wireless module through the mobile phone app. Um, mm-hmm. For parameters. Uh, with flight data such as minimum voltage, maximum current, maximum temp, calibration speed, speed curve. I wonder then if it's going to be, oh, an upgradable firmware. Mm-hmm. Looks like a little module. Um, I wonder if that's going to be to where you can, yeah, it must be where you can change parameters over an app, right? Instead of using a, the programmer, the standard programmer. Yeah, you can have. use a Bluetooth. You can use... Um so you can connect uh, let's see here there's an over-the-air wireless module you can get that pairs up with the cell phone it can use i think it uses bluetooth or wi-fi and you can use that to talk to the app on your phone to configure it you can it still uses the old programmer card box which is awesome because i think a lot of people have that in their toolbox so it's good that they still support that one of the key features i think is that it's right off the Right out the bat, it's um, V-bar native to telemetry, LSA, right? Like, there's right. no, you don't have to do anything. Like, you don't have to upgrade the firmware or do anything. Like, you just plug it in, and you should be ready to go. Um, they do state that it's a smaller size. So I'm guessing it's smaller than their 130 or about the size of a 120 or maybe the size of their 130, but yeah, being looks- 150 amp capability, you know. It looks smaller than the 130. Yeah, it looks tiny to me. I was going to check the specs, but uh, just by the picture, it looks smaller. Mm-hmm. Another thing I noticed was the, uh, I don't know if they, I, I, I don't get this in depth on, on their products. You know, I just like, yeah, I just need it. And I don't pay attention to a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the sales pitch type things that they put out. But I noticed um, multiple times they were talking about higher drive efficiency, longer battery life. Which, when you're talking about an ESC, you don't you don't know if the company that's making the ESC really gives a shit about the battery at all, you know, or they're just, you know, yeah, we'll just tear it up, we don't care. But um, mm-hmm. that was something I saw that I was like, oh wow, you know, made me think, you know, that they're taking that into consideration a little bit, you know, about your battery. Yeah. And because uh, it makes sense, um, sure, ESC can destroy a battery if it's, you know, pulsing differently or whatever it's all it's all about current draw yeah and it's an interesting design how they do this what they call a two-sided hollow cooling structure it's basically you have a cooling plate in the middle between two circuit boards and then the cover which like basically channels all the cool or hot air away from these things um through these channels and stuff i think it's kind of interesting seeing the inner workings of how they think about thermal um efficiency yeah you know yeah when you can see it in the specs like that yeah it's pretty cool yeah you know my question is is it going to have that slow spool up issue yeah i don't know and then my second question is if you can produce a new ac why can't you fix this slow spool up issue that everyone's complaining about or (laughs) issues just saying i'll just make a new one yeah just make a new one yeah forget that 200 go buy another one so yeah, the, the this one, like I said, was eighty three by eighty three by thirty seven by twenty one. The millimeters. The one, you're right. The one thirty that no feet. Um, 
the 130 meters. that we've been talking about uh, is 110 by 45 by 27, so larger on all dimensions. Yeah, so smaller across the board. And it weighs 154 gra- grams, the, the 130, so it's heavier too. It's smaller but heavier? It's the 130 is larger and oh, heavier. And heavier. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. this yeah. one's 140 grams, the, the new one, the V5. Okay. But it kind of makes sense because, you know, this is really tailored for the smaller, like we're saying, one mm-hmm. uh, 550 size. Yeah. It's, I do it like their um, 12S or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means like they're the MOSFETs and things, you know, are less or, you know, smaller and stuff. One thing I like about the way that they design the top case is that they have like this little bit of extra aluminum on the top case to provide some protection on the caps or maybe some stability on the caps so like vibrations don't make them shake or anything. Um, I think it's pretty cool that they like extended the case because I always worry about exposed caps that like you're going to have a tip over a crash or something and they're going to get busted and there goes right. your $300 ESC, you know? Yep. But cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. And since what Andy's got have? the day off, well, that was all we had for news, I think. Uh, no, got one more. You got uh, something else? Yeah. Um, yeah that's like uh, I believe it was right like now. either uh, today or yesterday. Um, uh, Sherman posted a video uh, pretty much uh, talking about what G-Thangs is. And uh, he's got like a 30-minute video <laughs> explaining pretty much, you know... They're starting conversion kits, you know, and they're making them, you know, rather customizable uh, as far as, you know, if you want like a, you know, something drilled out in the frames, like you want to put your name or you want to put like, you know, spot for like a switch or, you know, part of a electronic or whatever. He's just kind of explaining out the process and kind of it goes over like the the hot rod that he brought to uh, RCHO. So he goes pretty in-depth, and I definitely think uh, a lot of people should check it out. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Do we have here. specs on his, his airframe? Like, you know, how much uh, does it weigh? Things like yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's Please. specs on there, yeah. and he, awesome. yeah, he also went over as far as what changes he's made, uh, what stiffeners he's put where. Um I definitely, uh, I think he said something that about it being lighter than uh, his T-Rex that he had, his T-Rex gasser, I believe. Um, Not the extreme one, right? Didn't he have the extreme lightness one or something? I believe so. It's like right at the same weight, if not lighter. Wow. So it's it's definitely worth checking out. I think he put a lot of detail into it. I mean, it's yeah. definitely, it, it looks like it was a spur of the moment video, but he he didn't leave nothing out there, you know, he didn't leave nothing out. He went through it all. And he even talked about that crazy ass pipe he's got on the side. That sounds awesome. Nice. So I, yeah, check it out. See what G thinks is all about. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else? I think that's about it. All right. Let's move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's What's next next for you, Ian? Uh, not really a whole lot other than working. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to do some flying this week. Um, I haven't got to, you know, test start the NX4 yet since rebuilding. I've just been pushing it off. 
Um, I actually, uh, I have the generator in the back of the Jeep, so it's like, I want to make it down to that field that's just like down the street and around the corner for me. You know, get a couple poles and then, you know, I'll take off. Um, you'll get a couple poles, then you'll take off. Yep. Head on back to the house. Ah, okay. Yeah. I was behind you. (laughs) But no, um. Yeah, of course, I'll be on Discord as always. Not not for sure what I'll be wrenching on, because I do have to order some more parts for um, the Black Nitro. That and just kind of take a break. I might just go ahead and pop on the simulator and, you know, fly a bit. Um, of course, I work the weekends as always. And then uh, Monday, I get to take the Jeep over to the body shop so they can repair that back bumper that I got slammed into. Um... Yeah, that's about all I've got going on. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Um, Shed. Shed shed. boy. And then some more shed. So I'm hoping I'll I'll get the shed to a point where I can call it done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I'm trying to to put in uh, a little bit of hours throughout the day to get the shed done so that this weekend I can hopefully go out flying one of the days. Um, like I said, I didn't do a lot of flying on the bigger stuff this past weekend. Um, basically, one flight on the 580 and a whole shit ton on the Logo 200. So, I want to try to fly, you know. Get some flights in on the the, the Black Nitro, uh, not the Black Nitro, the, the Raw Nitro. Get some more flights in on potentially the Gasser and my Electric Raw. So, besides that... Um, I don't know how long ago I ordered this. It's coming from Germany, so okay, it's taking a little bit of time. But I got a new motor coming in soon. Oh, yeah. nice! So okay. I'm not gonna say what it is. I mean, obviously it's an Eagle Drift. Like I'm, I'm part of that team, so I, I, I'm definitely getting an Eagle Drift. But I'm getting something different from my competition bird, and you know. We'll see how it works out. Eh, who knows? I'll give it a shot. But, um, but I got a, I got a motor coming in for that for my Goblin Black Thunder seven hundred. Um, but I think I'm gonna buy a, a you know Genesis soon, anyways. But which will it, this motor will work for that as well? Genesis. Yeah. yeah, I might. I might. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna fly the the Black Thunder first this winter and see how it goes. But, um, but yeah, I got a new motor coming in for that heli. So that heli is on the bench, and I've rebuilt most of it. I'm just waiting for the motor and to extend the ESC wires to the Neo, or what is this thing called that's sitting over here? I don't know. Um, The Spirit. Spirit FBL. That wants to be black. It wants to be hidden, right? Or I have, you know, like I said... I got all sorts of stuff out of my desk here. I got a Neil to play with, which is also black there in the picture. <laughs> and then I have an icon to play with. Oh, wow. Nice. There, there it goes. It doesn't disappear dead. So I got these three fly virus units. You know, I almost <laughs> have enough. I almost have enough that I can, like, I don't know. Co- cover your face? No, do a fly virus review. Oh. But nah. Some other podcast I heard was doing that like two years ago, so 
and they're still yeah, doing yeah. it. So I don't want to encroach encroach on their stuff, you know, encroach. I don't know whatever that word is. So yeah, um, cool. I got some wrenching to do. Nice. Yeah. All right. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, I think I I I'm hearing a song in my head that's kind of being formed. It's called "I Got Some Wrenching to Do." Mm. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to work on that. I don't know how it goes or how it sounds, but sounds like it a might, good it title. It might be our new theme song. Sounds like a nice like country song. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll work on it when yeah. I have spare wrenching time. Wrenching on my yeah. pickup, wrenching on my yeah. RC helicopters, wrenching yep. on that boat that I can't afford. You know, wrenching yep. on yep. that tractor. Oh wait, on I mean that com- combine. combine. <laughs> <laughs> See, song writes itself. <laughs> all right uh i am going to be out of the state of florida this upcoming like five days what, between let you out between wednesday and sunday so i probably won't be flying at all and wouldn't you know it sam layerson <laughs> sent me a text like last week and he's like hey i want to be down in florida um and between the 10th and the 15th um <laughs> you're like oh I'm gonna I be in. Be in <laughs> I'm gonna be in Stewart. Is that anywhere near you? I'm like, yeah, it's town south from me. I'm like, unfortunately though, I'm gonna be in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry, Sam. Yeah. That sucks because it would have been great to see him, and uh, yeah. I'm sure we could have hung out. Stewart's a great little town and uh, has some good restaurants in it. Um, but yeah, I'm taking a ride to. Um, leaving tomorrow, flying up to Jersey. Got some winterization to do. And uh, on the house, and since there's no room in Florida for her, my wife, she's going to be up there all winter. So by herself, yeah, it's going to be an ordeal. It's going to wow. be a multi-state ordeal. How <laughs> oh is that God. coming along? Like, is she? Um, is well, she she's ready to she retire working, tomorrow. Right? Or... Yeah, she's she's working. Okay. Yeah, I mean, every day she works, she gets closer to. You know, she's already vested in working for the hospital, but she's closer to the point where she would retire with full benefits. Nice. But that's like three years from now. Like that's, mm. yeah, that's like years and years from now and probably not going to happen. But our kids, the home that they're having built, they're, they're still, they're at a point now where the builder really has them over a barrel, so, so to speak. I mean, the builder can take a sweet ass time because they had locked in at a lower rate, you know, last year to get the home built. And if they say, oh, well, we're sick of waiting and we're going to go somewhere else, they're going to pay more and the builder's going to build that house anyway. And then he's going to get more for it. So it's like they have really no choice. Yeah, but but is, to, isn't to there like a them. contract or something saying that this house to be built by this date? Yeah. And it's not, we haven't reached that date yet. Yeah. But, but how much further is that date? Is it like, you know, uh, I think it's April of of next year, okay. but there's no way they're going to do that. I mean, I don't see how you can. I mean, I know that that they can bang homes out, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it depends how many, how much people, right, and time they they invest in it to to get it the, built. How quick? The last right? thing, so. the last thing that my daughter heard from the company, which was because it's now now it's a new month. Uh, you know, they, the list comes out of what they're going to do. And the, they said, oh, well, we found turtles on that lot. So now we have to call so-and-so or, you know, environmental and get this all taken mm-hmm. care of. 
And I'm thinking, this is Florida, dude. There's like wildlife on every freaking yeah. square foot of like. You, I got you, turtles, you guys, frogs, and snakes right guys, outside yeah. my house. What? You guys couldn't build a freaking, shed? You couldn't uh, <laughs> take care of this like months ago, you know, look for turtles or whatever. It's It just seemed like an excuse. It seemed like bullshit. That's what it seems mm, like. Exactly what I said. My exact yeah. words. It's a fucking turtle. Pick it up like a damn rock and like move it to the other side of the yard. Yeah. yeah. Ain't gonna care. Right. Let me know. I'll go over there and move it into the neighbor's yard. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> do they live in like swamp land, like protect the lane or something? I mean nah. So like yeah. why would it matter if there's turtles there? Yeah, it's just uh it's just another excuse. Yeah. But uh, that's all I'm gonna be doing this weekend. Probably uh, okay. be up in Jersey. Hopefully, I get a chance to see Mike D and uh, you know McClellan's. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. We're, I think we're planning on going to dinner at, like nice. Friday or something, or going out to lunch, something. You know, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Which, I which can't wait be to. Cool. Can't wait to get back up there as well, so I could do stuff like that. Oh, uh, are you crazy? I can't wait to like get back home here. The hell with <laughs> Jersey. Like <laughs> no, we it's just land, the people. it has nothing to do with uh, oh, okay. the place. Yeah. When we know. land in Newark Airport, I'm gonna be like, oh, everybody's gonna be. They're gonna say, "Welcome to Newark Airport." I'm gonna be like, "Boo, this place <laughs> sucks." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go get a bagel. Go get some Taylor ham. Yeah. Uh, you can I, get that I, down here. You can get can bagels you? down here. You can get Taylor ham down can here. Can you yep. get Taylor ham? Yep. That's not my that's my next quest. Because I do not see Taylor Ham in the usual spots that I see. I can Taylor actually Ham. walk probably it's probably a mile. It's probably maybe it's a mile and a half to a gas station that cooks like Jersey style Taylor Ham egg and cheese sandwiches. Oh my god, you're down lucky. here. Yep. They must be from Jersey. In fact they own a gas station. Yeah, it's a garden state of full of gas stations, yes. Yeah. yeah. Gas refineries, yeah. They uh they probably it could Jersey. be. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I'm going to be doing, man. Not much uh, in, the, in the way of anything. Yeah. What about Andy? Farming. Andy, what do you be doing? Farming. Farming. Farmville. Farming. Planning Farmville. Yep. Farm simulator. Farm. <laughs> Stole it right out of my mouth. <laughs> he better be on next week. You better not pull this. I got a farm shit. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, shut up, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, shut blah. Shut up, Kevin. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we're not doing listener pipeline, right? Because we, we can't. Can't. Yeah. Damn and it, Andy. There's no point doing the wrap up because Andy's not here. Well, we maybe we should talk about Facebook. Uh, just congrats that we got from people on. It's mm. not many. For 300. On episode three hundred. Because mm. these were like, uh, you know, guys that. Not. I'm not calling anybody out, but these were like a lot of these guys were guys that we've known over the years for a long time and have listened for a long time. So, um, yeah, it was, it wasn't a lot of comments, but, um, thanks to everybody who liked and commented and shared, uh, you know, our post about episode 300, Mark Ritchie said, congrats guys, 300 awesome episodes credit to you all love listening every week. Keep up the great work free our skies. And here's to the next 100 episodes. Uh, Kiefer Flora said, Heck yeah, congrats, guys. Keep up the good work. Chris Rybert said, keep up the hard work, boys. Always look forward to my Friday FFRC. Dan VP said, congratulations on 300. Um, Been with you guys the whole time. Yep. Yes, he has. Uh, Tom Shin said, congrats to you guys on 300. Pretty big milestone. 
So thanks, everybody. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. For commenting. Thanks, yeah. And we had multiple, like, we had another post of us doing the podcast, you know, in video form and posting it. And there was some comments on that. We can read that next time if you guys want. Yeah. We'll read you, that next time. Yeah. You can go on to, you know, whatever media platform it is that you want to watch something on. And uh, you can see us doing the podcast. We're all hard at work. And Andy's got his feet up. Mm-hmm. Most of the <laughs> most of the show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think. Um, yeah. We'll do, do you want the to do, rest Steve? of the wrap up. Yeah, we'll do the rest of the wrap up with uh, with Andy back on his show. Okay. So let's just do the outro. All right. So drop us an iTunes review or read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrcpodcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Check out our webpage, freefrcpodcast.show. I already said that. Flight That's test for <laughs> off the field audio and video production other than the flight test podcast, freefrc podcast. Say hi to David Hill, aka Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Fellow podcasters, the Helly Heads podcast. Helly Heads, which you're representing by wearing a hat. How dare you? I have, I have three questions, dude. How dare you? Anyway, How the Helly Heads. Dare? <laughs> Helly Heads podcast. Yeah. Is uh, Kevin, Dan, Scott, Kyle, and Maynard. I don't think he's in it anymore. All right. I don't think he's in the hobby anymore. Maynard? Come on. Yeah. Maynard's like a bad penny. He just, he'll show up again. You yeah. know damn well he will. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Tell her a podcast. That's uh, Mike, Mike, Rich, Robert, and Cliff. Yes. Rich was also there too. So wait a minute. The Heli, the Telerotor podcast is probably the only podcast that shows up. I mean, I guess yeah. When they show up, they usually all show up. Not all the time, because Shaggy miss Heli Extravaganza, but yeah. But most of the times, especially RC show in like Fredericksburg. Yeah. Does that explain why they haven't put a show out in a while? Because they're all no. too busy at events. No. It seems like nobody even wants to do a podcast anymore on that team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. They're in a pit. They're in a pit. They're stuck in a pit. Totally mm. nailed it. <laughs> All right. Skids Up Podcast. That's what Frank, Javier, and Paul. Yeah, I think they might be in a pit, too. Into um, the pit. Into the pit. All right. Inverted Down Under. That's what Ozzy and Jeff. Are they still doing podcasts, or are they in the pit as well? I don't know. I think they're in a pit. Mm. With Testament. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's what Rich and Kenny. Yeah, they're not in the pit, right? I don't no, think so. They are Rich, in it? Rich yeah. left me a comment, though, on Facebook. Say thanks, Rich. I forget nice. what it was on, but I saw his name go by. Awesome. All right, RC Roundtable. That's with Andre, correct? No, RC After Hours is with Andre. RC Roundtable mm-hmm. is with Fitzterrian and Lee. Mm-hmm. Are they doing a show anymore? I'm still backed up on a podcast. I, I know Fitz is doing so. like the, the video thing. Yeah. The I, I see him post. Up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We did the RC After Hours. Uh, Park Flyer Podcast. That's with two mics and a J. RC Plane Lab. Ron and Tom. All Things That Fly. With Lucian. Moose and Ian. 
No, no, not <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm trying to get you on that show, dude. Yeah, and make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. With Bill Ann. And oh, Ian? He, I'm an idiot. No, not me. I, I want to see you on more. I want to see more Ian on the Bill Ann show and mm. less Bill Ann on the Bill Ann show. Mm. I oh, just so want to see less Bill Ann on the Bill Ann show. <laughs> but more right. Bill Ann on Bill Ann too. There you go. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, we're to hear the music. <laughs> yeah, well, what the hell, Andy? Yeah, what the hell, Andy? What the hell, man? <laughs>